not like me Maybe we don't agree Maybe that doesn't mean We gotta be enemies Maybe we just get brave Take a big leap of faith Call a truce so me and you Can find a better way Let's take some time, open our eyes Look and listen Yeah And we're gonna find we're more alike Than we are different Drowning their voices out Cause I believe that you and me Can find some common ground See, maybe I'm not like you But I walk a mile in your shoes If it means I might see The world the way you Let's take some time Good evening, welcome to our podcast This is called Live It Out with James Paul White I am super excited that you're here um, Changed up the theme song It was a suggestion uh, by my uh, by my new girlfriend. Uh, I'm dating somebody. Uh, she's a Christian. Lives in a, a town south of Kansas City. Uh, I'm being deliberately vague because she's not a public figure, and uh, don't really need to give a whole lot of details. Other than I can tell you, she's a very godly woman. And I'm very blessed to have her in my life. And she suggested that I find a newer song. Uh, you know, I love Huey Lewis in the news, but uh, a lot of uh, younger people are not familiar with uh, what he's uh, what he did in the '80s. Um, I heard one comedian say that he's the only rock and roll star that looks like your dad. Um, which is true. So, anyway, we are going to pick up where we left off last week. And that meaning uh, we're going to talk about love. We're going to be picking up uh, the rest of them. The verses here out here will be from the New Testament. So, I'm going to take my ministry phone and open my Bible app. Uh, by the way, if you are interested in having me come speak at your church uh, after the pandemic is over, you can contact me. Uh, the cell phone for the ministry is 816-200-4954 or you can send an email to jamespaulwhite47 at gmail.com. Now, if you saw the video... Typically what I do in the video is I will do the first verse and then, um, you know, that kind of gives like a teaser to the material. Uh, in Matthew 5, verses 43 through 44, out of the New King James, it says this, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. 
But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Uh, in the video the other day, I talked about how I have had opportunities to, uh, to live this out that were not very pleasant. Um, I can tell you there were times in the army where I felt like I was being used uh, as a sergeant in 2005 preparing to go to Iraq. Uh, I was very grateful that we did not have to go all the way to White Sands in California just to train because it was just as hot and miserable in, at Fort Hood than, as it was going to White Sands. So we just went out to the field for a couple weeks, and I was put in charge of the trash detail. Meaning myself and about six or seven soldiers would uh, go to the battalion headquarters area, and we would um, take the trash that was on the ground and throw it into the back of this tractor trailer. And then we had to take and ride in the tractor trailer to the dump and then offload the trash at the dump. Uh, I will tell you by the time we were done, uh, we were very, very stinky. Now I could have complained about it or look at the positive and say, hey, I'm getting the opportunity here to go home, take a shower, put on a clean uniform. I also get to see my wife and kids. I um, was married at the time. Um, and then um, I had to, to go back to uh, back out in the field, you know, where the, the guys that were out in the field, they didn't get to go home and see their wife and kids. They didn't get to go take a shower. They didn't have a good hot meal. Uh, well, they had a hot meal, but I don't know if you call it good or not. Um, really depended, depend, depended upon who was working in the uh, portable kitchen. But, you know, when, when stuff like that happens, you just have to... Not take it personally and trust in God that he is going to get you through those tough times. Um, you know, the leadership, I mean, their mindset was, well, we've got all this trash. We have to get it back to the dump and we don't want to just leave it here because if you do, then you get animals crawl coming around. Um, so it has to get done. And... Uh, Sometimes when those things that have to get done get tasked to you, it's not a pleasant experience. Now, it's it's funny because like if, if someone else had gotten picked, I'd have been like, oh, phew, at least I don't have to do that. But it wasn't. It was I was the one who got picked. So I chose the high road, and I chose to be positive and... Um, like I said, I get to go home every night and uh, get a shower and a hot meal. So, 
Flip over one chapter to Matthew 6. Now, if you're wondering, it's like, what does all that have to do with love? Well, you know, the, the people that picked me to, to do that duty, you know, God is saying that I'm supposed to still love them, even though they picked me to do something really nasty. Matthew 6, 24, it says, No one can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. In newer translations, it says God and money. So, it's not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. And I believe this. I do believe in prosperity to a certain extent. But I also believe that God blesses people so that we can be a blessing to others. Um, In this world, money does make things happen. I'm not going to say money makes the world go around because I believe God is the one that makes the world go around. But when you have money, when you have resources, we are called to be, um, to share, to be generous, and to use that to make a difference in other people's lives. Um, here recently, I was introduced to a young man who's not from America. I'm not going to say where he's from. I'm not going to say his name. I'll just say that I was introduced to a young person who's a student at uh, IHOP's ministry school. And I felt led to offer to support him and help him. And so I gave him my personal number and he texted me the next day and he kind of was asking, you know, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. And that was a, that was a good conversation. I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with his maturity. But I know that I'm in a position where I can be of help and I can bless others. So, you know, and here's an interesting question I was thinking of when preparing for this lesson. You know, know, Christmas was just a month ago. You know, were you happier getting a gift or in giving a gift? Think about that. Um... My uh, ex-wife and I, uh, we went in on halves to get my youngest daughter a computer. And the reason we did that is because at the last minute, her, you know, right before Christmas, her computer went kablooey. And so I didn't tell Karen that I was going to do this. I, I... I was just, um, I just let her know. I said, hey, I already got you your present. I gave it to you early. There's nothing else coming. You know, that changed, and I didn't tell Karen this. So when I uh, gave them the other half of the money for the laptop, and I took it and put it in my car, and I drove from Tulsa to Edmond 
Oklahoma to deliver this present. Um, I All I told Karen was, I have something for you. And when, I, when she opened it up, and her facial expression, she lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, but inside of me, inside my heart, I was just absolutely beaming. I felt so happy that we were able to uh, put our heads together and help meet a need that my daughter had. I thought it was just a really wonderful um, experience. I was more happy about that than I was getting any present from anybody. And here, here recently I've really found that it is better to give than to receive. I didn't quite understand that one until recently, but it's, it's absolutely true. Um, Last year, I, I had the opportunity to. So you have to you have to buy um, the way they do things at at the where the Kansas City Chiefs play at Arrowhead Stadium is when you buy the t if you buy tickets, you have to buy in groups of four, I think. I think three is the smallest you can, but either three or four. I I bought four tickets. It was not cheap, but when I did it, I felt like God told me to take some friends with me and just to see the joy that they had of coming to the football stadium in, even in the middle of the pandemic, it was a lot of fun and it was a good experience. Oh. I want to take some time on this next one. This is also in Matthew. It's in Matthew 22. To me, this is the most important verse. These are the most important verses in the entire Bible. It's Matthew 27, 22, verse 37 through 40. And uh, a lawyer had come up to Jesus and asked him, in verse 36, it said, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And verse 37 through 40 is Jesus' response to this question. And it's a very important question. And it's an even more important answer. Where Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 40, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Well, let's unpack that for a little bit. So what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind? In other words, God has to be first in our lives. 
more than any human relationship, more than any possession we have, more than any hobby that we have, more than anything or anyone. God wants to be the preeminent one in your life. God wants to be number one in your life, the number one relationship. It's not a situation where we work really hard. Excuse me. To try to solve our problems or we try to um, we try plan A and we try plan B and then we try plan C and then we try plan D and then we've run out of options so then we our knees hit the floor and we pray. And we're like, oh God, I've tried everything. I can't do it. No, it's we go to God first. Now, I don't have time to go into this, but in there's a concept from the Old Testament that talks about us giving the first about the people gave God the first fruits of you know their offering. In other words, when they did the harvest By the way, if you don't know this, I live in Kansas City, so we uh, have lots of sirens in the background. So if that, I don't even know if the microphone picked that up or not. Um, but, uh, and my daughter has to text me in the middle of doing my podcast. Of course, I love her to pieces, so I'm going to answer her question. Sorry about that. But I love my daughter to pieces, so I'm going to answer her question. Um, but to love the Lord your God with all your heart means to put Him first. To love Him with all your soul. I mean, everything that we do should be centered around the goodness of God. I mean, think about it. He gave you grace and forgave you um, and now I have opportunity to give somebody else grace because she keeps asking me questions. So, I told her to give me 10 minutes. I'm doing my podcast. Of course, we're trying to keep it down to 30 minutes anyway, because I know that you're busy. People um, are listening to this, are very busy. So, uh, our goal is to limit it to 30 minutes. Um, because I love you. Uh, all my li any listen Anybody that listens to this podcast, I love you. So, I'm going to limit it to 30 minutes. And then to... Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, this may sound weird, but 
I had to learn this, and I don't think I really come to a full grasp of this until recently. I'm talking within the last six months. But I used to be very harsh and critical of myself. You know, I wanted to have the gifts, talents, and abilities that some other people had. There was a part of me that really wanted to be a basketball player when I was growing up. Well, I wasn't given those gifts, talents, and abilities. Uh, in fact, I was good at... <sighs> I was good at two things growing up. And that's public speaking and typing. And... I wanted to be an athlete so bad. And there's nothing wrong with working out, by the way. It, it does help. You know, staying in shape is important because obviously if you, the longer you live, the more of a, a difference you can make in other people's lives. But I used to beat myself up emotionally because I wasn't as good at certain things as other people. And what I had to learn was you are wasting your time if you're comparing yourself to other people. And you will, you will either do one or two things. You'll either get prideful because you think you're better than other people or you'll beat yourself up because you don't think you're good enough. And both of those answers are wrong. It's when you look at your life and you look at where you came from and you realize how much you've grown up until this point and then you realize where you want to be and then you ask for God's grace to get you to that point. So then you can see in a realistic manner where you've come from and where you're going. And you it gives you a better assessment of yourself. And it helped me because I realized that, wow, you know, compared to where I was 30 years ago. And I say 30 years because I became a Christian in 1991. It's now 2021. It's been almost 30 years. November will be 30 years. And I've grown a lot. I'm not nearly as selfish as I used to be. Um, I'm better when it comes to, you know, like not lusting. Uh, I'm very conscious of the fact that I don't want to objectify women. And I will turn my head as quick as I possibly can if I think I'm looking at someone in an inappropriate way. Um, I've learned to balance. Uh, I've learned balance in my life. So I've, I've grown in a lot of different ways. Do I have other areas that I need to work on? Sure. Am I ever going to get to the point where I'll never sin by by looking at a woman in a way I shouldn't? I don't know. Wesley says that you can become uh, so mature spiritually here on this side of heaven that you can 
reach that sinless perfection. I don't agree with that. I do believe that you can sin less and you can be more there'll be more time in between times that you mess up. I mean, you can go maybe a couple weeks, even a month possibly. Um but I'm not there yet. Now I want to be and I do believe that I finally do have a healthy sense of self-esteem, which is really good. But the what I'm getting at is this. The better you feel about yourself, it, you will treat others better. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. When you get to the point where you can be happy when other people get blessed, when you can get to the point where you're happier giving things away than you are in receiving them, when you can get to the point where you can be genuinely happy for someone else, even though they may... Even they could even be getting the promotion that you want. And you're like, man, I really wanted that position, but this other person got it. See, if you hold anger towards them because of it, or bitterness, why why would God want to bless you with a better position if you can't even be thankful for the one you've got? We love other people as an act of faith that I'm going to be loving to this person that just got promoted even though they may have taken the position I wanted because I trust that God will find a position for me. It always goes back to that. If, if you're single... Oh gosh, this happened. This actually happened last month. I was at a family group meeting. Um, it's a group that's a part of our church. And when you go to a large church, by the way, you're not going to have a you know deep relationships with all thousand people that go to the same church that you do. You may attend a family group or you know a, a Bible study. Uh, I think it'd be better to have, um, in some cases, I think it's best to have all guys or all women so that way you can share personal stuff, like really personal stuff, and you can connect with the guys that are there or the gals that are there. But in this family group, there's there's couples and there's there's all different, you know, singles, marrieds, Old pe older people, younger people, there's all kinds of people. Which I think it's more of a based on uh, location and who lives closer to one another. But uh, I just remember, you know, and and I had started seeing my girlfriend in November, but we weren't formally a couple yet. Um, 
I asked her to be my girlfriend like two weeks ago. But this happened like over a month ago. And I'm sitting in this guy's house. And it's funny. His first name is also James. And um, he points to this one couple and says... Oh, by the way, everybody, I want you to to know that so-and-so here has some good news. And he's like, would you mind sharing with the group what, what's recently happened? And he said, um, and he grabs his girlfriend's hand and says, we're now engaged. And I'm, I got like the fakest smile in the world on. And I'm clapping, but deep down inside I'm going, You've got to be kidding me. I literally just went through a divorce here recently. Uh, well, it had been several months, but um, now I've got to deal with this. And it's like, ugh. But yet, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, yes, you need to be happy for these people. And so I was like, okay. I may not feel like being happy for them, but I'm going to applaud and I'm going to, Afterwards, I wish them well, and and then James, the, the other James, not me, he points to another couple, a different couple, and says, um, would you be willing to share the good news that you've experienced recently? And the other guy was like, oh, yes, I asked my girlfriend here, and he grabbed her hand, and he said, I've asked her to be my be my wife and so we're now engaged too and so the the whole group prayed for these two young couples and it was a beautiful sight i didn't feel like it at the time but i chose to be happy for them i chose to be happy for them i may not have felt like it but i did it anyway and i was and later on, I could honestly say, yes, I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they're, they found a good, solid Christian to get married to. And I, I hope that they're both happy. And I'm over the time limit, so I need to sum this up real quick. I believe, because that happened, that God showed me that the person I had been seeing was, in fact, somebody that could possibly be the one for me. And so we went out and I I asked her to be my, my, my girlfriend. And for me, the, this is huge because I want to make sure that I, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything by the Bible. And... You know, and it can't be based upon just looks and it can't be based upon physical attraction alone. It has to be, you know, wanting to just spend the rest of your life with someone who puts God first and who loves God. Which goes back to what we we're talking about today. The subject is love. You know, when you choose to be loving to someone when you choose to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself, you may not always 
feel like being loving. You may not feel like doing what's right. But you respond because ultimately love is a choice. We choose to give our entire being to another person when we get married. And when we follow Jesus, we are choosing to give our whole being to God and saying, okay, God, I'm going to do things your way. I'm going to live my life in a way that honors you in every aspect, whether I feel like it or not. So that's the bottom line is love is more than just a, a, you know, I feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Love is a choice and love is a commitment. I choose to follow the Lord Jesus. You know, for me, I choose to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. I choose to want, I want to be more like him every day. And I'm going to love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I'm going to love my neighbor as myself, whether I feel like it or not. Anyway, we're at 33 minutes. I'm sorry. We're a little over, but we will stop there. Um... We only went through three verses, so uh, we'll cover the these ones from John in the next time around. Heck, if I do that, we pro- we probably could do the rest of them. We'll probably this will probably end up being a five or possibly even six part series. But thank you for watching or listening. Please make sure you watch the videos on YouTube under uh, James Paul White. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being a part of this community. Uh, Please continue to pray that this community will grow and will get more people. Because ultimately, this is about finding others that are going to want to be like Jesus and follow in his footsteps. And uh, being a people that will choose to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love their neighbor as themselves. So, I hope you have a great week. I love you guys. Uh, Take care, and God bless.